High School Basketball on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Rob Moore, your livestock risk management of Mediapolis, Iowa, 4N Plumbing of Washington, Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Real Smart Highlights of Columbus, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, back on sponsoring us, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. Well, we're here with uh, Coach Perkins of the Fairfield Trojans. You've got a, a kind of a spectacular event here. You've got the, the, the seats rolled back, and you've opened up the room for two gyms. You've got all the chairs lined up. Tell, tell our listeners what kind of, what's, what's this event today. So we have a four-team scrimmage every year, uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. We have Pekin and West Branch and Minneapolis coming in today, and we'll play uh, each team 20 minutes, and then we will rotate through, so we'll play each team twice. Uh, it gives us an opportunity to play some teams we don't play during the regular season, and it gives them an opportunity to mix it up against teams they don't normally see. So is this is there officials? Is this uh, is there timeouts? Is it the keep uh, score? It's a running clock, no score. We do have officials, but uh, it's just a scrimmage, so, so we can – Match up so it's just just, just a chance to play uh, a whole bunch of different players and see see all kinds of different offenses and defenses and personnel. Yeah, it gives us a chance to do things we wouldn't normally do in a regular game. We can put guys out there that uh, typically we probably wouldn't have out there in that matchup, so we can see how different guys look in different groups. Well, how important is a is a event like this something you can't really replicate in, in practice in any way? Uh, how, how is this going to help you in the evaluation process, getting ready for the season? It's really important to us because we're a really young team, so we only have uh, seven upperclassmen. Uh, one of the guys is hurt right now, so for us it gives us an opportunity to play against varsity competition in a setting that is more game-like than it is in practice. So we go a lot of, against a lot of freshmen and sophomores in practice. This gives us an opportunity to see um, more light competition. Now, you open up against Oskaloosa, and I believe that's right here, and is that Tuesday? Tuesday night. Tuesday night, you're kind of kicking the season off. Seems like you got a, uh, at least as early a game as I could find. Yeah, we do. Tuesday night, um, Oskaloosa here, then we play Thursday night at Hillcrest, and then Friday um, at Fort Madison, so we kind of run a, well, I don't, a gauntlet there. I don't know how much you could know about a team in their, their first game of the year, uh, but do you know anything about Oskaloosa? Uh, they return three or four guys that uh, – Averaged about 10 points a game. Three guys that averaged about 10 points a game. So they'll be pretty tough. Uh, one of the kids is a real good point guard. He'll be a sophomore, um, around 10 points a game. And they have a kid that was a pretty good shooter that was around 10 points a game. He'll be a senior. So. Well, uh, this is your second mix-up with another team. You, you got a little uh, scrimmage in also with the West Burlington. Uh, what did you do well in that scrimmage? Uh, we, we actually defended in the half court pretty well um, at times. Uh, we executed some on offense, but we really uh, – live ball turnovers killed us. We shot free throws poorly and uh, shot pretty poorly from the field. So things that are correctable for us um, play a little better. That game uh, doesn't turn out quite as bad probably as it did. So um, we have a lot of room left to grow, a lot of things that we need to work on. So Well, it looks like you're going to get an opportunity to, to do a lot of that working on today. So uh, good luck to you. All right, thank you. Well, we're here with Coach Worrell, whose Minneapolis Bulldogs are here in Fairfield to participate in this uh, round-robin scrimmage. Uh, uh, welcome program. Hey, thank you. Well, tell me what you're trying to get out of this. Just see where we're at and uh, get a chance to look at the kids against other teams. So, 
So you, you just go 20 minutes real hard, and then you switch another team and go 20 minutes real hard. 20, for, 20, 20, for yep. a couple, Is there going to be any breaks in between games? Or oh, I'm sure you have a couple minutes. A couple you minutes, know, not too long. Just yeah. in. How many kids did you bring down here for this? Uh, we got 13 guys healthy today. I bet you, you'll need all of them before yeah, this maybe, thing's over, maybe. are you? Maybe. We'll see, yeah. Well, uh, um, is it? this isn't your first uh, uh, scrimmage, is it? First scrimmage of the year, yeah. Oh, this is, okay. Yep. So uh, how's the team looking? Well, we'll be all right, I think. We got a ways to go, but we're getting better. How's the, you got uh, Chet Moore's in there for the f- first time. How's he doing? He's a, such a tremendous athlete. He's getting better. It's you know for not playing a game ever, and, and he's picking it up. So he's doing a fine job. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being with us. All right. Thank you. We're here with Coach of West Brass. Can you introduce yourself? I'm uh, Jason Kern. All right. Well, tell me a little bit about your team. Yeah, we got a pretty. Uh, Somewhat veteran group, but young group as well. We got two seniors coming back, all-state point guard, another uh, all-conference big. Um, and then we got about three sophomores that will start out of their net. So we're, we're, we're old, but we're also young at the same time, if that makes right. sense. Well, tell me, who's your big guys in the middle? Uh, we got Reese Rapanier, uh Michael Montgomery, Cole Crossweight, and Trenton Schutte. Okay. Uh, who's your best rebounders? Uh, Reese Rapanier is... Uh, for sure, our best rebounder. He averaged a double-double last year, uh, 10 boards. And then Michael Montgomery, a sophomore coming up, about 6'4". Their other uh, pretty good, solid rebounder. You got any good mid-range shooters? Yeah, Holden Arnman's probably one of the best guards in the state. Uh, he can score from all three levels. Score for three, obviously, in mid-range as well, and get all the way to the rack. Right, well, who are your outside threats? Uh, biggest outside threats would be Holden Arnman, Nate Hills, and uh, Jaden uh, Harris. How many guys did you bring here today? We got 13 total. 13 total, yeah. so you'll probably need them all before the, the day's over. Yeah, so it's good to, to have a large group because a lot of a lot of games, a lot of playing, so we're getting everybody reps. So um, this is there's, there's different things you guys uh, are going on, jamborees and scrimmages, one-on-one. Yep. On one. Why did you think this is a good event to get into? I uh, just get to see three different teams uh, constantly playing. Um, just especially with the young guys. We got some of our JV guys here as well. So just learning uh, how to play together and just kind of your last tune-up before the season starts. So uh, what are you trying to get out of today? Uh, we just, like I said, final tune-up, get all the, the rust off us. Obviously, you're not going to be able to do that, you know. But it's more like a game experience. Um, we just work on different things as far as offensively, defensively, presses. So kind of get a live look at everything sick of playing uh, each other for two weeks in practice. So. Yeah, uh, you can't replicate this quite a, a, a game action in, in practice. Have you practiced game to anybody else? Uh, we had a jamboree against Mount Pleasant on uh, last Monday at Mid-Prairie. Okay, so. Did you get, oh yeah, I was up there for yep. that too. Yep. Uh, what, what did you get out of that one? Uh, you know, it's good. It's, a, it's only a half of basketball, but once again, you know, you're getting to play against another team instead of yourself. Uh, and, they were a talented 3A school with some big, so it gave us a great look. Um, we were able to play multiple kids and, and really see kind of what we had after a week of uh, practice. What did you do well in that game? Uh, I thought we pushed it in transition really well. Uh, for the most part, got back in on defense, um, transition, and we were able to do some things offensively and kind of see how far our depth could uh, take us um, and, and able to play a lot of guys. What, what do you need to work on from that game? Um, geez, how to close out a game, even though it was a half, um, not closing out, and just 
different uh, things defensively. Uh, you know, jamboree, so the kids know it's only two quarters, so we had some foul trouble, but I mean, we're keeping those guys in the game, but we had some guys with three fouls there in the first half. Just been able to play defense without reaching and fouling. Yeah, we, we uh, uh, you're going to stretch them out today uh, yep. more than a half. Uh, thanks for being with yep, us. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. I'm Mike. We got the coach of the Pekin Panthers with us. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you guys plan to get out of this. Uh, just some good up and down here. Get kind of back in, back in the groove of things after a couple of days off for Thanksgiving and get to go with some quality competition. So. We're going to really uh, get a chance to stretch things out with the one game after the other like this. How many kids you bring to uh, I got 13 guys. 13 kids. That seems to be pretty yep. standard size. Yep. Yep. I think you get a chance to get most of them a little playing time. You bet. Yep. That's the plan. Yep. Get All everybody right. some run time. Today. Anything else? No. Just look, looking forward to today and uh, getting the season started on Tuesday. Right. Thanks for being with us. I'm talking to all the Round Guy radio listeners out there with livestock. If, uh, we've got a couple sponsors that are specifically going to help you here. Uh, first, we want to mention Rob Moore of Livestock Risk Management Partners. If you need to manage the risk of your livestock, get a hold of them. But if you need to move your livestock, uh, Henshaw Trailer Sales, located on uh, Highway 78 in beautiful Richland, Iowa, uh, talk to Corwin Henshaw about his new Hillsboro trailers. They got a 10 year warranty, and these are the state of the art. These are the best trailers you can get for moving cattle. Well, we're here with the voice of the Pekin Panthers, Michael Comstock. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, tell me a little bit about this event. Uh, um. So uh, this is something Pekin's been doing for many, many years, as I remember, as long as my oldest boy is playing, and he graduated in 2016, uh, sorry. So uh, we've been down here a lot for basketball. They do this every Saturday after Thanksgiving. Fairfield hosts it, uh, mostly just to get together and get some time under their legs and, you know, get a little action for everybody and run up and down the court before games get started this next week. Yeah, you're going to get a chance to stretch their legs out, so to speak. Yeah, get some competition against, uh, you know, some other teams that they don't normally see. And they uh, out of Mediapolis this year, we've... They haven't been here in the past. North Mahaska has usually been here in the past. So, uh, but Meepo's over here this year, which works out well since they aren't in our district or they aren't in our half of the conference anymore. So we don't see them during the regular season like we used to two times a year. So they don't uh, keep score uh, and they're just uh, um, continuous play. Uh, so I don't know the, the goal is to win, lose, or draw here just to, just to get some work in, right? Yeah, just to get some experience and uh, get up and down the court and and work on a few things you've been working on in practice against some live competition. And I know Pekin went on Wednesday and scrimmaged in Ottumwa. They scrimmaged Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont, and Ottumwa on Wednesday. And so uh, move on to uh, some other competition today. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about this year's team. I know uh, there's three pretty solid seniors, or, or maybe even more than that, that graduated last year. A lot, lot of holes to fill on this team. There are, yeah. We've got two returning starters coming back from last year, which would be Jaden Wolver and um, Sven Dahlstrom. We'll be back that were starters last year. Uh, got a lot of holes to fill, a lot of good shooters that they have to replace. So they'll see what they have stepping up. And uh, I know they've got a lot of young guys that are going to be stepping in and, and playing some minutes for the Panthers. they got a couple fresh uh, freshmen and a couple sophomores that will get a lot of playing time this year. Well, uh, last year um – Jaden Wolvers kind of stepped up uh, and became kind of a big-time player, uh, but he uh, uh, 
uh, the Bemis kid distributed the ball to him so well so many times. Uh, who's going to be giving him the ball this year? Uh, that'll be a couple of young guys. It'll be probably Cole Milliken and Henry Adam will probably be playing that point position for the Panthers this year. Uh, Vinny Dahlstrom and uh, Will Adam both started last year for the Panthers. They will uh, get a lot of playing time at that. They'll be probably playing the two and three positions for the Panthers. So a lot of, uh, a lot of competition there. Who's going to step up and be uh, someone that the other team can't focus clear on Wolvers all the time? Uh, you know, I think Dahlstrom had a really good year last year as a junior. He can, uh, he can shoot the three, so that will be somebody that the, that the other teams will have to watch out for to spread the offense a little bit. This is Cole Milliken bringing the ball up the court. He's a sophomore. He's a pretty good history of basketball players in his family. Both of his older brothers played very well for the Panthers over the years. So, Well, they're looking good here uh, early. Uh, but like I say, there's two games going on at the same time. Well, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners? No, I'm just looking forward to the season, and uh, hopefully the Panthers can build on what they did last year and uh, get things rolling in the right direction again. What's the first game you're going to be calling on the radio? It will be Tuesday night. It'll be uh, against Wapolo. Wapolo home game. Boy girl doubleheader. So our girls have already played two games. They're one and one on the season. They knocked off. Uh, um, they knocked off Waco on Friday night. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, did you call that game? I did. Yep. Yeah. What yep. was it? What was the deal with that? Waco's a pretty solid team. I know they had the, the gal that graduated last year that was so good. Yeah, they lost two really good players, um, but the first half it was neither team could hit the broadside of a barn. It was eleven to eleven at halftime, so not a whole lot going on in the first half. But both teams shot the ball better in the second half, and Pekin was able to uh, get on a little run there and knock down a few three pointers in that third quarter into the start of the fourth quarter to. Uh, to uh, build a little bit of a lead and and uh, come out with the victory. Well, uh, and they're in the regular season at this point, aren't they? Yeah, they've played two regular season games. Uh, one was against English Valley on Monday night of last week. Uh, yes, yeah, so Monday night of last week, and then uh, Tuesday night was the Waco game. That was the first conference game. And then they will match up with Wapolo on Tuesday night for the Panthers. Will be uh, the Lady Panthers will start at six and. The uh, boys will play after that, so it'll be about 7.30 probably when the boys will play. Well, thanks for being with us. I'm ready, to, I'm ready for the itching to get that kick pick, too. Thanks. Yep. Well, we just completed the first 20 minutes. Well, I sat here and watched the Pekin and uh, Meepo game. Uh, uh, we got the voice of the Pekin Panthers, Michael Comstick. I, I saw a lot of hustle out there, you know. Uh, uh, I certainly saw Pekin play better than I did last time I, I saw him play. Uh the defense seemed to be ruling on both sides, didn't it? Yeah, you know, early in the season, that's one thing you can rely on is you're playing your defense. And John Swanson, you know, that's one thing he really emphasizes with these boys is making sure they play defense and, and get after it on the defensive end because that's something that you'll have every night. You may not be able to shoot the ball every night, but you can play defense every night. Well, uh, both teams got out there and stretched it out. Uh, um, Minneapolis, it seemed like the, the when they had the ball, they were looking for a good shot, and they did almost – Never seemed to be able to get an uh, uncontested one. Yeah, they did a good job of keeping the ball out of the middle of the court. You know, they will, Minneapolis likes to work it in and out and get a lot of three-point shots, and we were taking away the inside pass, and that kind of helps to uh, make things a little more difficult to get that inside-out game. If, if they can't get it in, you kind of cut off half of their offense that way. So I think each team's going to play each other twice. Uh, I just think he's – well, thanks for being with us. Yep, no problem. Well, uh – Pekin and West Branch just wrap things up here. Uh, for the most part of the first 10 minutes, Pekin made it pretty hard on West Branch to 
get off good shots, and then the defense was holding up. They were struggling to score. Uh, Pika did wind up getting some threes and uh, a couple inside baskets, but for the most part, uh, uh, once uh, West Branch's timing and things got together, they really kind of dominated that. Uh, uh, they looked like the best team here. They did a really great job, and uh, uh, I think that's about it for this game. Well, we caught up with Coach Swanson after the event. Uh, uh, you, you just played basically, what, four games or something like that, or eight games? Uh, every 20 minutes you switch teams. Uh, how, how many total games did you play? Uh, so it'll be three. We played six, six 20-minute halves of running clock. So every, everybody twice. Everybody twice. All right. Well, uh, uh, overall, how did you feel? Like, what do you feel like you accomplished? Well, for one, we, we got back in the groove of things. I gave the guys a couple of days off here for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. And it's always uh, just a little adjustment to get back in the groove. And, and I thought we did that. It was a great scrimmage for doing that, just getting up and down, getting reacclimated to things. Got to play a lot of guys. Everybody good looks and got a lot of different groups in. So I was really happy with um, being able to evaluate kids and evaluate different groups of five out there today. Well, you, uh, uh, there was, you know, you're like a 1A, there was some 2As and some 3As there. Uh, um, but uh, in general, um, the, you know, I was, I was back and forth watching different games, but I watched, I think, three of yours. Uh, uh, I thought your defense was pretty excellent, to be honest with you. Uh, your hustle was really good. Um, uh, you made it really hard on on uh, uh, Minneapolis to get good shots off, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, for, the, for the first maybe 10 minutes of that, 20 minutes with West Branch, um, they also really kind of uh, had a hard time. Eventually, their kind of talent caught up with things, and, and they started scoring quite a bit. But uh, – uh, just tell me a little bit about your evaluation on the on your defensive level and uh, uh, who did you think maybe performed pretty well tonight, this morning. <laughs> we had a, a really good effort on defense overall. We, of course, we didn't have a shot clock because we were playing on side hoops. I thought we would have had a, a lot more late shot clock situations or, or shot clock violations had we had a clock uh, with several long possessions that we would grind out. But pretty happy overall. You know, it's a, it's a constant battle, especially mixing in new young guys. Our communication needs to improve, and especially on defense, getting the help side, identifying who we got, transition, et cetera. But overall, it's pretty happy today. We, we did a pretty good job guarding the basketball, and our uh, post defense was, was active for the most part. Well, you, you uh, seem to uh, uh, score a few inside points. You hit some threes uh, from the outside. Uh, um, it wasn't a lot of scoring. You know, you probably would like put more points on the board than you did. But tell me a little bit about, you know, who was getting the ball. Uh, I see that Milliken hit a nice little three. Um, who who was getting the ball and putting it in the basket for you? Well, Three-point shooters with a lot of different guys. Uh, hitting shots, uh, Vinny Dahlstrom. Obviously, Cole Milliken, uh, Casey Davis hit a couple threes. Uh, Jay even, I think, hit one or two. So we had a lot of guys shooting the ball well from three. We were playing 
pretty good inside outside basketball for most of the day. Uh, still, big area for us to work on is post passing. We're really struggling with uh, identifying when when to throw in and then uh, actually making the correct pass without uh, away from the defense and in a place where the post can go get it. So areas to work on inside. Thought our hustle and, and crashing the glass was was much better today than it's been early in the season at our other scrimmages. And we we had some extra opportunities there. Uh, Jay had some nice post moves. Uh, Ike Sylvester did a great job posting up all day and getting a lot of touches. So uh, that this comes with experience of, of when you catch it in there, not playing too fast and taking your time and, and being able to read the defense or, or feel the guy guarding you to know which move you're going to make. Well, I liked Ike Sylvester's hustle out there. Uh, he was really good on the defense. Um, I think he's a little tentative to shoot. Uh, He's he's going to be kind of a big part of what you do out there. He's a uh, him and Wolvers are your big guys. Yeah, he's really uh, improved from last year. Uh, worked on his body a lot. It's a lot, lot trimmer, a lot quicker, uh, more agile, can can jump higher. So we're looking for big things from big things from him. He just got a little be a little more confident and then just play his game, which is going to be you know inside six feet playing around that basket. <laughs> He gets outside of that, he's pretty uncomfortable with the basketball. So we, we got to keep him around the basket. He's a good rebounder, and he's very physical. So uh, just some awareness around the hoop. And if he, if he gets that figured out, he's going to be a, a big-time player for us. Well, uh, uh, the first opportunity that I saw you uh, was with Central Lee, and that was a just a half. I kind of like that. It was fun to watch different teams play a short game uh, over and over. But this was a little bit the opposite of that, where you're playing a lot of teams uh, um, in over a two-hour uh, uh, period. Uh, uh, I thought, you know, you kind of struggled to move the ball around a little bit there uh, against Central Lee. Uh, but I thought you looked a lot better. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, where your team stepped up. Yeah, we really struggled on Monday. Uh, it was actually against uh, Tipton. Was the or Tipton, yeah. And they really did a good job denying our wing entries. And uh, when we went to swing the ball, they were up in the passing lanes. And we just we do a lot of standing. Today, we at times we, we really struggled to get the ball stuck on one side of the court or the other. We and we couldn't we couldn't get it swung to the other side. And in fact, my assistant a couple of times said, "Hey guys, there's, there's another side of the court. Hopefully, you can find it." You know, so. Um, and that's that's just a lot of it's youth not realizing how, how to do that, how to move the ball, and, and then back cutting when you're denied. We had a lot of guys running out to half court trying to get open, and, and that's uh, you know we, we struggled with that a bit. But uh, I thought our, our older kids, our experienced guys, did a good job moving it side to side, and we had a lot of good opportunities from that from that viewpoint. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, much improved over Monday. I, I thought uh, Meepo played one style of ball. West uh, uh, Branch played a different style of ball. I thought Fairfield played a different style of ball. T- take me through those three teams, and what did you see in them? Mediapolis is, is a young team. They, they run a lot of sets to get certain guys open. They, they have two younger kids that are uh, they're going to be really good, and you could see the, the skill set out there. Uh, uh, Lefty, I'm, I'm not sure of his name, really – 
really smooth shooter. Uh, hit a bunch of shots on us today. And then uh, uh, number one, uh, Griff, Griffin out there, He uh, he's a very intelligent player, um, often makes the correct decision. They, they got a lot of young guys. Anyway, where I'm going with that is they, they struggled at times. We're, we're long and athletic and fast, and they struggle with that a bit. But uh, you know they'll, they'll be a solid team in the South to, to contend with. Uh, West Branch, uh, I don't know his name, number three today. He, he's one of the best guards I've seen. Yeah, he was an all-state guard and, uh, last year, they said. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, he, he's one of the best guards I've seen in, in really quite some time. Like, we, he's very, just a nice size, very, very quick, can, can dribble with both hands, can really shoot the ball. And you could tell he's played a lot of basketball and very smart. Yeah, so, I thought you guys did a really good job on him early. Uh, but then he starts breaking out all those skills, spinning around the back and moving left yep. and moving right, and and uh, um, but it, it you it I think you you had to bring his A game out before he really uh, started putting some points on the board. Yeah, yeah, I thought uh, you know Will we put Will on him. Will's our shutdown guy, and then Will you know he uh, he was putting it to Will pretty good, and Will was frustrated. I thought the second time around, Will did a lot better job. Got kind of got calmed down and, and just. Uh, just played fundamental defense. And, you know, the guy like that, he, he's going to hit some tough shots. It's just over the course of a game, or, or in this case, a, a session there in the scrimmage, can you, can you make those shots tough? And uh, I thought we did a much better job the second time around. Uh, unfortunately, uh, he's a smart player. He realized we were keen on him, and he got it to his, his teammates, and some of the other guys hurt us in that second session. Yeah, he seems to be able to hurt you a lot of ways. Uh he may have been one of the better players uh, I saw today on, on the floor. Uh, the, the, the hands down, definitely. He's, he's, yeah. a, he's a good ball player. Well, what about Fairfield? You got to play them a couple times. Uh, uh, they're a little, they're they're not too far from you. Uh, they're a lot bigger school. Did you get? What did you see out of them? I know they're kind of uh, they're, they're replacing a lot of players, kind of uh, finding their way too. Uh, but what were they doing well? Yeah, correct. No, they got a, a new coach this year, which was uh, Nate Perkins. He was on staff, so not a huge change. But they, they're pretty young, I believe, for the most part, as, as far as experience-wise. They graduated a, a senior class that had a ton of experience. Uh, the Wheaton, uh, Wheaton kid, I, I don't know his first name, but he, he, he looked good, could uh, handle a little bit, and very... Uh, you know, good on the boards, a nice leader for him. So he'll be a uh, – we, we had a hard time guarding him consistently. He'll be a tough player in that conference. And uh, I'm not familiar with the other kids, but they had a couple guys that can shoot that the ball. That 21's Riley Perkins. He's pretty good. Yeah. And they, uh, they traditionally switch defenses a lot, do some different things, and, and make, it, make it hard to prepare for them. So they um, – again, they're, you know – little inex- on the inexperienced side, kind of like us. So they'll work into things, and I, and I think as the season goes on, uh, continue to get better. Well, I think all four teams uh, came out of this improved. Uh, you guys got a lot of real uh, – uh, that was a lot of basketball. Did you uh, get to substitute pretty liberally, and, and uh, uh, was everybody pretty tired at the end of this? Uh, yeah. No, I, I think – Everybody pretty good run time. Uh, you know, starters got, got a lot of minutes. Our, our top six or seven guys played a lot, but uh, we got the rest of the bench guys some solid time and got some, got them some ex- experience. 
Was there any uh, kids that came off the bench and did a good job for you or maybe impressed you today? Yeah, Cole Milliken uh, and Henrietta, we kind of um, switched off and on who was starting, who was sitting to start off with. So both those guys and their roles were good. And I, obviously, Ike came off the bench and would sub in for either Jay or, or uh, we, if, we, if we will, Big, he'd sub in for one of the guards. And we'd run him and Jay together. They, they both did a good job. And then uh, Riley Smith and Brady McCorder gave us some nice minutes as well, along with some uh, some other guys on down the line who will you know, be a JV, two-way guys, JV and varsity. So it's a good, good experience for them to get to play some, some bigger, faster kids, and, and they'll use that experience on JV to improve. Well, uh, uh, that's it for you. you got one uh, more practice in the season, right? Correct. Got a uh, practice Monday, and uh, yeah, Tuesday's uh, you know, it's, it's go time. We've got a, got a green light. Got Wapolo coming to town. So, what time does that game start? Uh, for us, be about seven fifteen, seven thirty. Okay. So you're playing game. after the girls. Correct. Okay. Is there a JV game before that? Yep, there'll be a JV game. Okay. Our uh, JV boys will play at six in the uh, in the small gym and. Uh, during, during the varsity girls game. Okay. Likely. Well, uh, a lot of chances to see the team. Is there, uh, uh, just take me through that first week. Uh, Wapolo, Tuesday night here at Pekin. And then uh, Friday, we'll go to uh, Winfield. All right. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, Coach. You bet. Thanks, Dave. High School Basketball on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Rob Moore, your livestock risk management of Mediapolis, Iowa. Foreign Plumbing of Washington. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Real Smart Highlights of Columbus. Hinshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine. Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa, back on sponsoring us. And the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, 